If you're getting unsolicited advice from your brother's, third cousin's, ex-wife's dentist, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. There are a lot of real estate myths out there. Today, we're covering the buyer edition. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes. And try to keep our kids alive. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Today, Tasha and I are talking about real estate myths. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're breaking this out into two separate sections, but uh, we're going to start with the buyer edition. Oh, yes. Of the real estate myths. So jumping right into it, what are some myths that we are commonly debunking for our buyers? Well, I'm going to start off with buyers need 20% down for their down payment. Isn't that the truth? Oh, yes. I can't tell you how many times I start working with a buyer. Or especially first-timers. First, especially first-timers. Yep. Or not. Or somebody who maybe it's been 30 years since they bought a home. Exactly. Or 20 years since they bought a home. And they think that they need 20% down. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. Right. There are so many programs out there depending on the property that you're purchasing. Some of them can be geographic some of them can have to do with small towns or urban development, things like that, where 0% down is a real thing. In some areas. Mm-hmm. Also, veterans. Veterans. Um, VA loans can do as low as nothing down, 0% Correct. down. It's pretty amazing. And honestly, I think a lot of our first-time home buyers, most commonly I'm seeing between 3 and 3.5% 3 down. How about you? Um, for certain types of loan products, yeah. 3 3.5%. Then we kind of start getting into... down is what we see quite often as well, depending on the loan product. Totally. So basically what we want to tell you is if you haven't saved up 20%, which seems like a daunting task, that's okay. You don't need 20% in cash down to close on a home loan. Um, Another one for buyers, right, is... How about your credit? Let's talk about credit. Your credit has to be perfect, right, Tasha? Oh, 100% yes. perfect. 850. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, you don't need to, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to have that perfect credit score to get into a home. There are certain requirements or di- different mm-hmm. thresholds you have to meet for that credit uh, score. Right. Um, and, and many times there are lenders that will work with you if you have a lower score and kind of do those right. simulations to get give you an idea if you pay off this bill, this is what they're projected to bring the credit score up to. So, so there are some options out there, but you don't necessarily have to have the perfect credit score. Exactly. Don't be afraid to come in and talk to us or we'll line you up with a uh, a mortgage lender who really knows their way around the credit realm and they'll give you some pointers on what you can do to sort of fast track your score improvement and get you into a house. All right. Well, the next one that I have on my list is you don't need a pre-approval before making an offer oh, on a property. Especially in this market, right? <laughs> I know. Oh, no. I mean, myth, myth, myth. Exactly. <laughs> I, think about it this way. Jamie, what would you do if you had, Mm -hmm. let's say you have a listing and you have a seller and there's Mm -hmm. multiple offers. Let's say you receive six offers on a listing and you have one buyer who came in and said, oh, we haven't gotten pre-approved yet, but we'll do that after, after we get through this process. I don't care if I've got six offers or if I've got two. If the other one is also quite good, 
um, it's probably a no-brainer. We're exactly. not even going to bother with the one who didn't come in prepared because not having that pre-approval letter is worth the paper it's written on. The sellers need to know that you've done your homework, you've done your diligence, and you are ready to buy. You're a ready, willing buyer mm-hmm. that knows that they can afford the home that they're right. making an offer on. Well, and don't wait until you find the house you like to get pre-approved either. Get pre-approved now. Right. Do it as soon as you really start looking because the there's... You know, it's terrible to go out and start looking at houses and fall in love with something and then have your lender tell you, well, you know, you're pre-approved for that much or maybe you are pre-approved for that much, but you didn't realize how much the payment would be. Maybe you're pleasantly surprised or pleasantly disappointed. Either way, we don't want to break your hearts. So get your pre-approval. Know about what your uh, comfort level is with the amount that you're approved for and your lender will break it down for you right into an estimated monthly payment if that helps. And uh, then you're just that much more prepared as a buyer. Correct. Um, never pay full price. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's okay. a lie. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you don't have to. Sometimes you sure. don't have to, but here's the thing. We are right now in multiple offer city. I mean, we are getting, not just depending, on the, price depending range. on the price range, yep. but there are multiple offers, multiple offers on many homes right now. Yeah. There are moments where there's... And I know people want to get a good deal, but at the end of the day, you know, that's why you turn to the realtor, you, you know, turn to Jamie and I, and we can certainly run those numbers and share if that home price or that list price that the home is uh, marketed as is, you know, a good market value for the property. And if that's the case and you know that you're getting a home that's priced well, um, you know, and it's not overpriced, Mm -hmm. maybe this is the time to really think about what you want to do and if you want to try and get into that multiple offer scenario if you can somehow avoid it at this moment in time. Right, right. Yeah, you're going to got to bring guns a-blazing if you end up in that multiple offer situation and that is not generally the time to be under asked. Now, we would never encourage somebody to make an offer they're not comfortable with, but it, you know, putting it out there, if you end up after a home and three other people are after it as well, um, don't expect to get a deal at the same time as beating other offers. Correct. So <laughs> how about uh, looking for, when you really are looking for a deal, which we're all about the deal, trust us. Like we want you to not have to pay any more then, than you have to. Exactly. Um, so, and, and some people believe that they're getting the best deal if they find something in foreclosure. Oh yeah, the Zillow is the best place to go for pre-foreclosures. Yeah, that's not. That is not the case. Pre-foreclosures that you find on Zillow, no. Yes. No. Yes. Many times that's if someone maybe hasn't paid their property taxes or if they've missed a mortgage payment. <laughs> or since the A in Zillow stands for accuracy, ha ha ha, <laughs> maybe they're just wrong. I mean, I've flat out seen it just just be completely wrong for, for no reason whatsoever. Taxes are paid. There doesn't appear to be any other market indicators that show that a property is in distress of any kind. And it's just listed on Zillow as a pre-foreclosure anyway. Yeah, sometimes you just can't trust it. In fact, I would say in our market, in the Fargo-Moorhead and surrounding areas, more often than not, the pre-foreclosures are not correct. Exactly. I'm sorry. I know that that seems to be a place that um, excites people, like, oh, we're going to buy this foreclosure and get and a great gonna deal. we're going to get a great deal, yes. And they do exist out there, but a lot of the Zillow pre-foreclosures are not necessarily accurate. Yes, I can't even begin to tell you how many times you and I have answered this question. Hey, look at this property. And can we get in and see it? Can we get in and see it? And we they send me a screenshot of a Zillow pre foreclosure. I'm like, that house is actually not for sale. Right. Right. And even if it is a home that will turn into foreclosure, that can take years. It can. 
it can take years. Mm-hmm. So it all just depends on so many other things. We don't know why or how Zillow, um, I'm sure there's an algorithm somewhere, but uh, yeah, just a, a word of caution. Zillow's pre-foreclosures aren't always, or even close to, always <laughs> accurate. <laughs> okay, um, what, what about uh, this one? Oh, that house has been on the market for a while. There must be something wrong with it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, sometimes it can be... <laughs> There can be many reasons for this. Maybe, you know, think about the people that maybe don't stage their home to sell. Mm -hmm. They don't stage. Maybe they, you know, they didn't have photos or proper photos of the listing. Right. You know, there can be multiple reasons why a home doesn't sell. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it really has nothing to do with market value. Right. It could be a very unique floor plan. It could be, I mean, it, it could be a pricing issue. Yes. It could be a motivation issue for the seller. I mean, it, there's a million reasons why a property might sit on the market a little extra long. Don't just immediately jump to the conclusion that there's something wrong with it. It could be the case, but certainly not always the case. I know that you and I, we've both been in this scenario where we have buyers asking us, why is this home been on the market yeah. for such why and such days? available? Right. Yes. And many times we can kind of look into it a little, okay, here's what I'm suspecting. I don't mm-hmm. know for sure, but this is what I'm suspecting. And we can go into it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just, just because... You know, just because it's been on the market for a long time doesn't mean it necessarily is because, you know, there's something wrong with the property. Right, right. So those are some of our top real estate myths. Buyer edition. Thanks for listening. Just think, you could hear from us every day if we were your realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at RealtorMomsPodcast.com or iTunes. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.